You're listening to Tips with T, and I'm your host, Tiara, but you can call me T. I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys my journey of becoming an entrepreneur. Plus, I will discuss tips on how to achieve that financial freedom that you have been looking for. So stay tuned. Hey, you guys. Thanks for listening in of this episode today with Tips with T. On today, I have Mr. Jason with us. Hey, Mr. Jason, how you doing? I'm awesome. How are you, T? I'm doing well today. Um, so tell us more about yourself and what you do. So I am currently a sales success consultant. So I have my own business where I consult with companies to help them with their sales success. Um, anything from scripts to mindset to coaching and training to technology. And, uh, you know, really my goal is to help transform sales teams, companies, and help them perform better. Uh, I also do that with individual sales reps to uh, help them embrace, you know, the, the power and strength that they can have in selling versus what people think uh, or are worried about when they uh, get into a sales role. Awesome. Awesome. So you're also an author. You wrote a book called The Power of Authentic Persuasion, correct? Yep. So an ebook that's online. Yep. Tell us more about your book. So that book is just a glimpse into the power of authentic persuasion. Like the title says, uh, this is a concept that I have used for the longest time being in sales for over 17 years and, and leading sales teams and seeing hundreds and hundreds of salespeople come and unfortunately go in sales. And uh, the one thing that I found that helped me be most successful was that uh, authentic persuasion as I've labeled it. And, you know, combining those two pieces where it's you know, about being who you are, what motivates you, your strengths, and um, what's true for you from a self-awareness uh, standpoint. Mm -hmm. And then also combining that with persuasion, which is actually helping people move forward through the buying process instead of sitting back. I mean, the subtitle for the, the book is transform from order taker to quota breaker, because there's a lot of people who end up in sales roles or a lot of people who have some selling aspect like solo entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, you know, people who are kind of working for themselves where there, there should be selling going on. They need to do selling, um, yet they don't know how to do that effectively. And they kind of sit back and wait for people to buy instead of taking a proactive approach. Well, that's awesome. Most definitely we'll be checking your um, book out. And um, so you were, you were being a consultant for a year. So how was your journey of being a consultant? And how did that help you today for you to transition into your own um, consulting business? Yeah, so it was it was rough. So it's been a year and a half. So the last year has been good. But, uh, you know, and I share this with everybody because I think it's important. And, and anyone who's been on a journey like this or started a business or started anything, um, the ones who are transparent and honest will always tell you that it was hard in the beginning. Uh, it always seems like it's an overnight success and things are, you know, great. But uh, for me, the, the first six months was tough. It was, uh, it was a lot of transitions going on in my life when I decided to start being a consultant and, and go down that path. And, uh, you know, like they always say is you should have, you know, about 12 months worth of uh, expenses in the bank to be able to cover everything, you know, as you get things growing and, and rolling. And then also, 
you should have, you know, lots of contacts when you're going to be a consultant so that you can hit the ground running with people who want to hire you. And I had neither uh, due to uh, life events and just things going on. And uh, so I hit the ground with nothing and uh, did it anyway. And it took, uh, you know, the first six months, I didn't make any money and was, but was putting out lots of content, was working hard, you know, started a podcast and uh, it was, you know, doing lots of things online. And then it started to click. And then it was amazing. But yeah, that first six months, that was, uh, that was just all faith, faith and massive action. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it, you finally got to where you are today, even though your journey was completely different. You didn't have those leads at first. Uh, and a lot of us start off that way. We really don't have leads, but we just take that leap of faith and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. And eventually it will come with time. But we just have to be patient with ourselves. But it'll, it'll, come, it'll come with time. Yeah. And, and, and for me, one of the big things that I've learned through life, because I've been through many, many transitions uh, in my windy path, is when I started the consultancy, I also didn't know which way the universe wanted me to go uh, completely, right? So I was also applying for jobs and I was working on consulting and I was creating and I was going down those two paths. And, and some people would look at that and go, okay, well, but you're not, you know, you're not both feet in, you didn't burn those bridges uh, behind you so that you don't have a way to escape. Um, and for me, what I didn't know was which path was right. And so I applied for lots of jobs and literally couldn't even get interviews for jobs that I was perfectly qualified for anywhere in the country. And I took that as the sign of, nope, don't go that path. That's not the path you're supposed to be at. You know, always checking for what door seems to be the one that's the easiest to go through. It might not be easy, but the one that's the right door. Um, and then things started to click in the other, the other route. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. So tell us how can we increase our sales or clients using authentic persuasion? Uh, I'm so glad that you asked because obviously it's something I love talking about. You know, the first key is, you know, for a lot of people, like I said earlier, that are in a sales role or should be, should be selling. Um, and maybe they like to do the other parts of it, like solopreneurs, they like to do the technical aspects, coaches, consultants. Um, or if you're in a sales role at a company, you know, the, the first thing is understanding who you are, what your strengths are, and then also what you're afraid of. Because everyone has these fears, right? Our brain, it, it's, it's amazing. Our brain, uh, there's parts of it that still think it's on the savanna or in a cave, you know, tens of thousands of years ago, and it's fighting for survival and around every corner is danger and the potential for death, right? Like you're going to eat a berry and it's going to make you sick and you're going to die if you eat the wrong one, or there's a tiger that's going to come attack you. And there's very little in modern society that's like that, but our brain still thinks that. And so if you're, you know, in a sales role, your brain is constantly tricking you into thinking, well, if I ask for the sale, or if I push too hard, or if I make that cold call, or if I reach out to that person and they reject me, then that's going to hurt my ego and that's going to be, it might as well be death, right? And so our brains trick us into that. So the first part is recognizing that and realizing it. And that fear never goes away, right? Like there's people who jump on stage and do public speaking and like you have this podcast and it's natural for you. And I have a podcast, right? And it's, mm -hmm. it's natural and I love it once I get going, but leading up to it, there's still that feeling of, oh my gosh, like what's gonna happen in that, you know, <laughs> those butterflies, no matter what, like even, you know, before we jumped on this, it's like, and we had talked before and, mm -hmm. you know, I got to know you and it's like, okay, this should be a fun chat, but it's like, okay, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And my brain's like, oh my gosh, this could go bad. And the fear never goes away. Like 
that's what people will tell you, even professional speakers. They'll say, there's always that feeling before you get on stage and then you just got to do it anyway. So you got to feel the fear and then do it anyway. Um, so that's on the, the authenticity side is getting to know that understanding it and understanding why you want to be successful in sales. Why is that important to you? What is it that you want to accomplish for you? Then the persuasion part is really embracing your duty and responsibility as a salesperson to help the right prospects move forward. And when you do that, when you see somebody who has problem X and you have solution X, then it, and you could help them get to a better place. Again, whether you're selling TVs or you're, you know, selling financial services, helping someone get out of debt, it doesn't matter because if you have the solution for them, it's your duty and responsibility to move them forward and help them buy. And because they're also afraid, it takes persuasion. It takes certain things you have to do in a conversation in the proper order to get somebody out of their own way so that they buy as well. Yeah, um, that's awesome. With me, I, I, I'm really starting to realize, like, because I really had to identify, like, hey, I'm, I'm good when it comes to um, helping people repair their credit, helping people with, you know, um, getting out of debt, financially planning, budgeting, but I am not strong in marketing myself when it comes to that. That's not my, that's not my strong go-to. So I really had to focus on, okay, well, let me, maybe I need to get an administrative assistant or hire someone to do my marketing for me to help boost my sales because that's not my strong aspect, which is marketing. I, I'm not, I mean, I did well in marketing class, but marketing don't come as <laughs> to me like, like accounting right. and everything else. So just, I, you know, identifying my weaknesses, I really had to come in and accept, okay, well, Tierra, this is not your strong point. Like I, I'm decent at marketing, but it don't come to me as quick as others. So maybe I need to outsource or maybe I need to seek, um, you know, additional help to get ideas and brainstorm so I can, yeah. boost and increase my sales. So yeah, I had to well, learn that. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think there's two things. Well, actually there's a whole bunch in what you said that I, I love and appreciate. Um, but one is to clarify too, like there's the marketing side, which maybe is driving that whatever it is to start that conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I think of when I hear marketing, it's like, okay, so, you know, there's, there's, what does it take in order for you to talk to that prospect, like to get into that conversation, right? So that's leading up to it. And, you know, like for me too, like that's not my strong suit. I'm great at putting out lots of content and creating lots of things. And then I do my best to get help in, you know, what to do with it, right? Like I can write eBooks, I can write articles, I can, you know, record stuff all day. And it's like, okay, now what? Um, and then there's the, once you get them on the phone or once you're having a conversation or a meeting with somebody, then it's like, okay, what do you do from there? Um, and that's where a lot of people struggle. And ultimately, like for you and your example, it's like, okay, but once they agree to work with you, then it's lights out. Like, this is a home run. Let me do my thing. Like now you're, you're off, right? Like now it's, it's just, it's, it's easy and it's fun and that's your sweet spot. And that's what happens with a lot of people is they love, they, they love the, the, the technical side. They love the work that they do, just not the selling part. And it's, you know, a lot of that comes from, the, in my opinion, is that the world doesn't like salespeople. I mean, I grew up in a house where my mom is a banker. My dad is an engineer. I didn't grow up in a sales household. People think like I must have been like selling since I was a kid. It's like, no, I was a nerdy, shy, awkward, late bloomer, only child to analytical parents. And my mom as a banker, she 
saw sales, the bad side of salespeople because of fraud. And so she didn't like salespeople. And so that's what I grew up in, right? And that's how most people grow up is like this anti-sales role. And then you get into that role and you're just like, well, I don't want to be that, you know, shady, slick mm-hmm. salesperson that people are afraid of. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to understand if you do it the right way, then, you know, there's a lot of power in it. Uh, and then the other part that I love that you said is that you outsource and get help. I mean, I think that's one of those things is anybody who wants to, to succeed at something, you know, it's about coaching, it's about mentoring, it's about mm-hmm. getting help. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you only know you, you, you're where you are in your life because of what you know and what you do. Uh, and if you want anything more then you've got to get help. I mean, that's why you help people. That's why I help people. Um, because you know, the, it's tough to try to get through that journey alone. Yeah. Yep. It really is. The help needs help at some point yeah. <laughs> well, it does and you know and that's the thing is sometimes people get confused too and they see okay well this person is successful or they have what they want and uh, once i get to that level i don't need help anymore i mean there's stories like when tiger woods was at the peak of his game he had seven different coaches right he had financial coach mindset coach health coach that you know three different swing coaches like you know, no matter what, I mean, what you, what most people find that I've seen that are successful is that the more they're creating in their life and the more success air quotes that they've got, the more coaching and mentoring they actually get, yeah. uh, you know, and bring in. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So Jason, are you currently writing any books now that you're working on? I am. I, I am almost done with it. It's in the final editing phase. Uh, and I'm having some people do some readings of it to, uh, you know, to review it. Um, but yeah, so the book is going to be called Selling with Authentic Persuasion, Transforming from Order Taker to Quota Breaker. And I'm excited. The, the ebook was, was fun to write and it's out there and it's kind of a little taste for people and kind of open people's eyes to, you know, what's possible. Um, but the book, my really, the goal is, is to take what I have done for so long and seen that works for myself and just lots of other sales reps who don't think they should be good at sales or don't know how to be good at sales without, you know, feeling icky, like without feeling bad, uh, you know, like they're going to have to take advantage of people uh, and really walks through that, that whole process of how to, uh, how to get there and how to be consistently great at sales, doing it the right way. That's true for you. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you so much, Jason, for coming on the show today, giving us all these helpful tips about being authentic and using our authentic persuasion to get sales and what we need to change in our mindset. So tell our listeners how they can get in contact with you and I'm going to share your social handles. Yeah, perfect. So uh, the easiest thing right now, and I've kind of consolidated things down to make it simple for people. Um, if you go to jasoncutter.com, there's a hub there with all the links, including if you want to schedule a free sales power call with me. I love getting on the phone, chatting sales with people, helping them uh, in any way I can, and then directing them to you know what resources might work best. Um, but then I have my consulting site, uh, all those links are through the jasoncutter.com, but uh, cutterconsultinggroup.com. Um, I have my podcast called the Sales Experience Podcast. Uh, and then I'm also very active on LinkedIn. So if you go on LinkedIn and find me on there, uh, we can chat. I have lots of videos and, and things that I've been posting like crazy on there. So uh, lots of things to help salespeople. Yes. Awesome. Um, and you guys, if you want to get in contact with me, um, you can by phone, 910-317-0396, by email, contact at njfinancial.biz. Um, you can schedule a consultation on my website, and then you can find this episode on Anchor. And you can also find this episode, you guys, on the YouTube channel for MJ Financial Management. 
And yeah, so thank you once again, Mr. Jason, for being on the show. I highly appreciate you for coming on today. Uh, I appreciate you having me on here. You're awesome. And I love the work that you're doing and the fact that you're bringing in lots of different people and, uh, you know, helping those with finance. I've dealt with people with financial issues for a long time. So I appreciate anyone who's doing the kind of work that you are with, uh, with your clients. Well, thank you. And thank you for what all that you're doing and trying to open our minds to being different and, and, yeah. and going at things differently and looking at things in a different way to get those results that we need. So I really appreciate you. I will really be checking out your ebook. How can we get your ebook? It's on Amazon. So the ebook itself, you go to authenticpersuasion.com. You can uh, enter your information in there and download it for free. Okay. Awesome. So, all right, you guys, thank you again, Mr. Jason. And we will see you all on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the podcast channel, please become a supporter. Your support helps me to bring you more tips with tea. I greatly appreciate it, and this podcast wouldn't have been possible without you.